historic moment. Raptors win. fans and welcome to episode 14 of the dnvr raptors podcast i'm colton strickler i just want to start off by apologizing for the delay in shows i know it's been a week since we put one out um it was a short week we couldn't get any interviews lined up earlier in the week so it's all been kind of backloaded on top of that um when i did have some interviews lined up today it's friday i'm recording this friday evening um I, when we did get the some interviews lined up uh, i forgot all my podcast equipment so didn't have it had to run home get the show up for you guys luckily i did one interview yesterday with colorado raptors head coach pete borlase um he he really took a deep dive into into the raptors start of the season and and just kind of previewed nola the nola match a little bit so um i'm sorry i know it doesn't make up for it but hopefully we put out a good show for you guys today um and i will make it up for you next week i'll have i think four shows coming out um, one on Tuesday that I'm particularly excited about. So sorry for that. Hopefully this makes up for it a little bit. Um, thank you for bearing with me. I hope you've been reading the stuff I've been writing out this week. I wrote a match recap of the San Diego match this last weekend. Um, I wrote a MLR week two roundup and I wrote a match preview. So um, on this show, we'll talk a little bit about the match in San Diego or against San Diego in Las Vegas. Um, we'll preview Noel a little bit and you'll listen to Head coach Pete Borlase talk a little bit about the team so far. So, again, sorry for the delay. Thank you for bearing with me. Continue to bear with me. I'll make up for it next week um, to all you guys, I promise. Uh, yeah, so kind of moving on. If you hadn't known by now, um, the Raptors fell to 0-2 on the season with their loss last weekend to the first place San Diego Legion. I was on Sunday evening at Sam Boyd Stadium in Las Vegas. Um, obviously not the way that the Raptors had envisioned the beginning of the season, dropping the first two matches of the season. Um, if you read any of the stuff I wrote kind of preseason, um, a slow start is kind of what derailed the Raptors season early last year. I know they made a push. Um, they reeled together some wins. They made a push and um, eventually just the playoffs weren't in the stars last year either. Uh, the end of the season didn't go as well. So a slow start obviously wasn't what the Raptors are looking for, but um, you'll hear Pete talk about a little bit in our conversation, but there's absolutely no reason to panic just yet. The Raptors are in last place. They haven't got a point in the table yet, but the way that the MLR's point system is structured, it's pretty easy to make up points and pick up some steam. Um, really two wins, two wins with four tries scored in the match. Um, we'll put the Raptors right back up near the top of the table. So, but it all starts this weekend with the NOLA gold. So. They're coming to town for the home opener. Um, kind of looking back a little bit at the Raptors' loss to the Legion just this last weekend. Um, the Legion, if you've listened to any of the show, if you read any of the stuff I wrote last week, I honestly think the Legion are the best team in the whole MLR. They're going to be tough for any team to beat. They sit alone atop of the table with 10 points in the table. So in both matches, they've won um, and they've scored four tries in each of them. So. They're really, they can score at will. If you watch the Raptors match this weekend, you'll know that. Um, but even though, I talked to Pete about this too in our conversation, but even though the Raptors have lost both the matches, there's things to be proud of in both of those losses. Um, obviously not the result that they wanted, 
but it's a week by week build. Raptors have a lot of new players. They're still gelling quite a bit. Um, a, lo a lot of the things that plagued them in round one kind of plagued them in round two, particularly scrum issues. If you watch, you know that Raptors got hit with a couple of legal scrummaging calls. Um, Kalepi Fifita got a yellow card actually, so the Raptors were playing a man down right there at the end of the first half. And that's something that ha that's happened to them in both matches now. Brendan Daly went out with the yellow card in the in the Sabercats loss and Kleppi in this one. So um, the scrummaging issue is obviously a problem, but it's one that's a correctable issue. It just takes time as all these guys come together. You got to work as a complete unit when you're working in a scrum. And, and that's just going to take time as they become familiar with each other. And um, obviously time is not on their side, but they still got 14 weeks to get it together. So that's kind of what's up with that. And then... Obviously, just some untimely penalties were, were another thing that I noticed in the loss to the Legion. Because um, there was times in the match where it looked like the Raptors had turned the tides. Uh, the Mika Crusade try, the interception try that um, was kind of at the beginning of the second half. It was like 10 minutes into the second half. That kind of looked to be to be the thing that was going to turn the tide for the Raptors that shortened the Legion lead to just nine points um, with 30 minutes to play. So obviously stole a ton of time to, to be able to muster up two scores. But... Um, just some untimely penalties followed that, and they were kickable ones. And Luke Burton for the Legion, he was automatic with his foot this last weekend. So um, with, when you give the Legion, when you give really any team opportunity to, to make kickable penalties, um, those turn into points, and those points mount up pretty fast. But um, the Raptors were actually leading early in the first half on the Mason Emerson try that he dotted down in the corner. So they played tough. They played tough throughout the match. I think it really comes down to two, five, ten-minute periods in the match right there at the end of the first half when the Legion ripped off three tries in a row and then there towards the end of the game, too, where they rattled off two two tries in a hurry. Um, that I think you can kind of boil the loss down to that. And again, it's a week-by-week -week build. These are all growing pains. And um, to be honest, the Raptors really, I mean, if you had been paying attention in a preseason, if this is the first time you're listening, the Raptors, with the exception of one weekend in between the preseason and the regular season, haven't been haven't spent a week in it at home since January before January 18th that's when they went to Vegas the first time for the joint training session with the Toronto Arrows and then the scrimmage against rugby ATL uh, scrimmage that they won and then the following weekend they were in Texas playing against uh, Austin Gilgronis and yeah, then they had a week off in between the season, and they were right back on the road, back to Texas, and then back to Vegas. So they've been to Vegas and Texas twice um, in the last five weeks. So getting home, getting in there, sleeping in their own beds will be good for them. Uh, you know, Pete talked about that a little bit too. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of what kind of happened against the Legion. Um, I know if you listen to the show last week, Sam Slade was our guest. Uh, earlier in the week and he was talking about the Legion are just a big team if you watch the game you know that uh, they're just huge huge guys a lot of big strong fast guys good rugby players um, like I mentioned I think they're going to be tough for any team to beat I honestly think they'll probably finish the season at the top of the table just like they did last year um, they look significantly stronger than they did last year they're a good side and the Raptors really did play them tough aside from a couple minutes a couple minutes spurts here and there um, but that's rugby so we'll see we'll see what they look like going into this weekend also wanted to note, too, Mason Emerson scored the first try, like I mentioned earlier in the show. Uh, so the streak continues. Kleppi scored the first or scored a try, and the Raptors lost to Sabercats. Mason scored a try last week. So if you come on the show, you score a try. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get some guys on the show this week. We had Pete on the show. I don't think Pete scored any tries this week, but um, that would certainly be a story if he did. So 
moving forward, come on the show, score a try. I like that trend so far. So hopefully uh, we'll, we'll see what happens next week. So um, as for the show today, I mentioned I've had I had conversation yesterday with head coach Pete Borlase about his thoughts on the start of the season, um, some guys that have stuck out with him through the first couple weeks, and then he gives a little breakdown on, on what NOLA brings to the table for tomorrow's match. So tomorrow's match, if you're not unaware, uh, we'll kick off at 4 p.m. It will be broadcast on coloradoraptors.com, so nice, easy to find. It will be on the homepage. Uh, still working to find out if we'll actually be able to get those on the dmvr.com, but um, we, I'll, get, I'll get that information eventually. Like I mentioned, crazy week, kind of Murphy's Law. Anything that could go wrong went wrong, but here we go, putting out the show um, ahead of the match. So you, you always get one. You get one, learn about what happened against the Legion, learn about uh, the NOLA goal a little bit. Uh, reminder, go ahead and read my preview. I wrote a preview about the history of the two clubs. Um, and then following the interview with Pete, I will break down the matchup this weekend a little bit more. So with that uh, introduction under our belts, let's go ahead and kick it to the interview with Colorado Raptors head coach Pete Borlase. All right, now we welcome back head coach Pete Borlase to the show. Pete, how's it going? Going good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know you've been a busy man, so thank you for carving out a few minutes of your schedule for me. I appreciate it. Anytime. Obviously not the results that you guys have wanted after the first two weeks, but what has been the difference in those matches, in your opinion? Um, ultimately, the first game was, uh, you know, it, it would, we had Houston get off to a, a quick start and, uh, you know, get into us up front early and then uh you know we we just couldn't find a foothold in that game um mm -hmm. through through our own ha handling errors i believe uh and turnovers uh i believe was in the mid-20s so mm -hmm. obviously if you're giving up that much yeah, more, right um, you're going to get punished so um you know we did show a, a bit of character through the middle of that game to get back into it within, right uh you know you know with an opportunity to uh to take the lead and then obviously we let the foot off the gas and, and turn the ball over again um, and, and then ended up coming away with nothing when, when we could have walked walked away with a one-point bonus point. Right. Obviously not what we strive for, but uh, again, we, we left, left points, points up for grabs there. And then obviously going to Nevada, um, you know, we, we weathered the storm early on and, and, and scored and the like. And then we just, you know, we made, some, made, made a couple of errors. Um, we had the offside uh, penalty and the like and, and, and intercept pass. And then we just kind of... Um, you know, didn't react, and we're on the back foot, and then and then you know we we just put the foot on the gas, and then we just let it off, and um, and ultimately the other team just works away mm -hmm. into our red zone and come away with points too easy, you know. So um, yeah, it's just those swing plays that the shift right. momentum that, that we've got to really rally around each other and trust trust right. to uh, get out of the hole a little bit. Right, I hear you, and I know you're just talking about there's moments in those games where you can kind of tell when it flipped and, and the results showed that. Um, but even in those moments, like obviously it's not all been bad. So is there something proud of, of your guys through these first two weeks? Yeah, I mean, you know, um, in, in Houston, obviously working through the middle of the game to problem solve. Mm -hmm. um, obviously again, we still didn't come away with anything, but um, we showed glimpses there at times, um, you know, San Diego, um, obviously, you know, um, you know, design play at the back end of the first half. You know, that, that yeah. was executed. That was beautiful. I really liked that one. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was. You know, a nice try um, to get us back into back into contention. Mm -hmm. 
you know, a, again, then, then sort of in the second half we played the wrong end of the field. So, right. um, you know, when we do actually stick stick to our, you know, stick to our pattern and we and we stick to, our, you know, our zone policies, we come away with reward. Uh-huh. Um, and I think, I think, uh, you know, leading into this weekend, being back at home, you know, familiar surroundings and the right. like, uh, you know, I'm hoping that um, we can we can have the boys gel a bit more and, and uh, yeah, get clock up a few more. For yeah, sure. <laughs> I know, like you just mentioned, this is the first, the home openers this weekend. Um, you've been in Texas twice and Las Vegas twice now and really just, what, over a month with one week here in between the season and the preseason. So I'm sure how ready are you guys to play a game at home? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, we were at, you know, mm. You know, last season we went on the road for for the first four right. four, four games, and this this year it's nice to be coming back home for round three. Uh-huh. Um, you know, ultimately, you know, <laughs> we're in Colorado; it's it's cold. Yeah. Um, not a lot of teams want to want to pack up the bags sure. and come here for preseason, <laughs> so it's the nature of the beast. Um, you know, um, it, it, it's great to be back home. Yeah, and, and the sun's on our back today, and yeah. I'm hoping that we can really put in a performance um, that our fans can be proud of, and, and us as a us as a side can be proud of. Yeah. I know you just kind of mentioned, are the guys excited? Like, what's kind of been the, the mood around the team, I guess? Like, obviously, not the results you wanted after mm. two weeks, but you're coming home. The guy's excited to be back in, in front of the home fans. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I think the guys are fired up to be waking up in their own beds on, yeah. uh, on, on Saturday morning and, and rolling into the game. Um, obviously, you know, it's natural to be frustrated and, yeah. and, and the like. And, um, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to pinpoint areas of, of you know obvious, obvious you know work, right. work of need um, but at the same time it's trying not to stress out for sure and uh, also uh, you know just trusting that that, that it will come and and uh, you know getting around the game plan and buying in yeah certainly I'd say like, I don't know I was talking to other people it's you can make up ground so fast with the way the point schedule works on the table so it's still super early um, a lot, a lot of season yeah, left. By, so. by no means panic stations, you know what I mean. But ultimately, yeah. um, you know, like I said before, we've we've got to execute in our zones. Mm-hmm. We've got to we've got to provide good set piece ball, mm-hmm. and then we've got to obviously play smart in the, in, in the backs to uh, what we do with that ball, yeah. and, and where we do have the opportunity to to turn it over by pushing things. And tra- you know, where are we transferring that pressure on the field? You know, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, has there been any guys through these first two weeks of have kind of played some good rugby? In your opinion, I mean, you know, Marco Fubuli has been mm-hmm. uh, has been great up front, tackling he's, machine. He's from getting what through. A, he's getting through a ton of work. Yeah, um, and, and we're cognizant of, of of trying to you know get a get a rotation going up front. So, yeah, uh, you know, just managing him through the week and the yeah. like. Marco's you know he, he's a quite a reserved guy and he just goes about his business on the field. Yeah. Um, I was telling Zendi, I don't think I've ever heard him speak before. So. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. Uh, Mika, you know Mika had some nice touches yeah. in the weekend, and obviously Mason Mason Emerson is, is finding his feet a little bit. Um, uh-huh. Unfortunately, Mason's grandma passed away. Uh, oh no! So he's had to he's had to have a quick uh, track for a funeral. So yeah, um, obviously condolences to him and his family. Um, yeah, certainly. <coughs> um, as well, you know these. There are some guys that are starting to uh, find their rhythm, but obviously, you know, when, when you're 0-2, you need you need more. Right, for certainly. So, okay, mo- mo- kind of moving into the weekend a little bit, we've got Noel Gold coming to town. They had a big win over Old Glory in the first week, lost a close one to uh, Rugby ATL. Uh, what kind of challenges do they pose coming in here this weekend? 
Well, I mean, they're actually, you know, they're quite a well-structured side. Yeah. Um, especially defensively. They're quite smart around what they do at the tackle area. Um, you know, they'll, they'll see in one, one max, two at times, and they'll pick their moments. So, you know, they did ruck a lot and then fill the line um, and then attack on the edges. So um, we've, got to, we've got to be really, really combative and go at them, you know, um, through the middle and the like and, and hit, them, hit them in the mouth. So, um, you know, as well as, you know, their set piece, I've got some good experience in their back row. Um, you know, they've got, you know, Cole Bailey in there, Cam Dolan, right. and like, um, they've got Tong Hu here on the, on the on the flank, and then mm-hmm. the, and then obviously uh, and, and coming off the bench, um, they've, they've got a guy like Kane Thompson. Right. Know, so definitely a lot of experience, especially up front, and then obviously Foley and the like, um, you know, push them in the field and and Coleman. So uh, you know we've got to be on our game. They, yeah. they can play an expansive brand of footy, uh-huh. and they can also they can also get into that arm wrestle up front. So right. Yeah, they're pretty loaded. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys back at home. So, all right, Pete, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate the time. Thanks, mate. Anytime. Great. Great being in with you. All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Colorado Raptors head coach Pete Borlase. I appreciate uh, him carving out a few minutes of his schedule. He had a crazy media week. I know he's on the radio. He's on TV. So for him to sit down with me for a couple minutes, I appreciate it a lot. Um, I, I liked his answers. I liked hearing what he was thinking just about the start and all that. So I hope you guys did, too. So you can tell the guys are ready to get back on track just from the little bit I've been around training and stuff this week. They're ready to get the train back on the tracks. That starts this weekend with Enola Golden Town. Um, This will be the home opener for the Raptors. This will be the first time they've played at home since last May, I believe. Um, So it'll be good for them to to get back out on their home field, sleep in their own beds, kind of moving into the weekend. So... Uh, for those that don't know, NOLA is another original seven MLR team. So they've been around for the for all the two years prior. This will be their third season. This obviously being uh, one of the seven teams, the Raptors are familiar with the NOLA gold. They've played, this will be the th- fourth time that they've played going into this weekend, um, aside from some preseason matches and stuff. I know uh, my first ever MLR match actually was NOLA and the Raptors in Glendale back at the beginning of 2018. That's when I went and checked it out. That's how I got a. Uh, that's how I got introduced to all of this. That's how I got my job with MLR. So, this is a team that they have a lot of familiarity with. Um, they played, like I mentioned, this will be the fourth meeting. The Raptors hold a two-one advantage over over the Gold in those meetings. Um, for the third week in a row, they'll play an original seven MLR team. So they they've been facing a lot of teams that they are familiar with. Uh, yeah. So kind of moving into the Gold, they're a good team. I know they finished, I think they finished in sixth after the inaugural season and then last year. Arguably, there was no team better than the Gold through the first three quarters of the season. I think they went nine and three through the first 12 games. They were red hot. They were beating everybody. Um, and then just the the fourth quarter of the season was just really a disaster for them. They lost all four of those matches. They ended up missing out on a playoff spot by a couple points. So they're a good team. Obviously ran into a little bit of a cold streak at the end of the year. Um, they gave Old Glory DC, one of the new expansion teams, a pretty good beating in round one. Uh, Cam Dolan, who plays eight-man for them, he's arguably, he's probably one of the better eight-mans in, in MLR. He's a guy that played for, he plays for USA. He's got 51 caps with the Eagles since to- 2013, I believe. So I think he's the probably the best eight-man there is in MLR. Um, he, he punched in three tries in that round one win over Old Glory 
And then uh, they're kind of bouncing off that. Moving forward, um, NOLA went down to Rugby ATL, and they lost 22-10 to 10 in what I'm sure is going to be a big rivalry in MLR just because of the rivalry that already exists between the New Orleans teams and the Atlanta team. So uh, they fell to Rugby ATL last week, 22-10. to 10. Rugby ATL is a team that's undefeated through the first two weeks of the season. They're one of three. It's them, the Toronto Arrows, and the San Diego Legion. Um, I think the Toronto Arrows are in first place in the East, and Rugby ATL is in second. Um, that's off the top of my head, so I'm not sure if that's actually true. But yeah, they're all at the top of the, the top of the table. They haven't lost a match yet. So Nola uh, beat beat a good team in Old Glory DC. Old Glory DC went on last week, beat the defending champ Seattle Seawolves. So Old Glory DC is a good side. Nola is a good side, obviously, um, and and Rugby ATL is a good side too. So Nola's a good team. I think they sit in fifth place in the table right now. They're in fourth place in the East. The East is pretty strong through the first two weeks. Obviously, a lot can change, and um, Nola's a good team. I know you hear Pete talk about it. They can beat you in a lot of different ways. Um, they really can. They can adapt to to the game that's being played, which is an important um, trait for any team to have, really. One thing that the Raptors do have going for them is, is they really do have a true home field advantage there at an Infinity Park. Since the Raptors joined MLR, since MLR started back in 2018, the Raptors have ever only lost one match there. And that was their last match that they played last season to the Seattle Seawolves. That was eventually, that was ultimately the match that kind of broke the Raptors back in terms of playoff positioning and, and whatnot. And I know they went into that match kind of fighting for their playoff lives and and uh, Seattle just ended up beating them at home. That was the first time they ever lost there. And so I'm sure the Raptors are looking to get that bad taste out of their mouth. Um, but yeah, like I said, only lost one one match ever at home, which is a good good stat to have on your side. Um, they've got the snow. Uh, looks like it's going to be nice. So um, that'll be nice for them too. Be, there's some snow. I, I've seen the pitch, some snow on the berms of the pitch. But it'll be nice tomorrow. Should be good, good rugby watching weather. Um, hope to see a lot of you guys out there. So. Um, I mean, that's kind of uh, that's kind of a breakdown on, on NOLA a little bit. That's Hopefully that's a little breakdown on what happened against San Diego. Um, the guys are, are in good spirits from, from the people that I've talked to. They're ready to get this thing back on the tracks, like I mentioned. Ready to pick up a win this weekend, so we'll see what happens. Um, kind of moving on to, to some more DNVR-related stuff. Thank you to everybody who entered the, the free ticket giveaway. I know we got a lot of interaction on that, which is awesome. I'm, I'm pumped to see a lot of people wanting to come out and watch some rugby. So if you are coming, if you did win the, the giveaway or if you bought a ticket and you are coming, um, hope to see you there. If you see me scurrying around, I'll be a pretty busy guy. But if you see me scurrying around, shoot me a tweet or something at Colton Strickler. Shoot me a tweet at the, on the at DNVR underscore Raptors account. I'll be sure to come say hello. Um, thank you, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, thank you for bearing with me with this crazy week. Um, I hope you enjoyed some of the stuff we've been writing. Um, and I, like I said, I'll promise I'll have some more podcasts out for you guys next week. So keep sending in questions. I've got a special episode coming out next week. I'll reveal as we get a little closer, but it, it should be an interview and an episode that answers qu all of your questions. I know we've had quite a bit coming in, and there's some, some ones that I just don't know. So we'll have the opportunity to sit down with somebody that is familiar with these questions. I know there's a lot of heavy ones in there. So um, that should we should be recording that one on Tuesday. So that should be out Tuesday evening, Tuesday afternoon if not Wednesday morning. Should be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully it clears up a lot of the questions we've been getting. So thank you for listening. Uh, remember, go check out my preview. Uh, the match tomorrow is at 4 p.m. on coloradoraptors.com. You'll see it right on the homepage. It's right at the top. Just click 
watch the live match or whatever it says right there. It's one of the buttons. Um, thanks for listening. Hope you had a good day. Hope you had a great week. Enjoy the match tomorrow.